I think I keep forgetting that part of my job is holding a microphone. Well, we're not professionals. Oh, no? No. Um, clearly, look at the state of my headphone cable right now. Okay. Also, professionals don't have hot pink headphones. Shut up. You don't like my hot pink headphones? No, it's funny. I think to they're me, pretty though. awesome. Um, so let's get our Patreon going so that we can make a bunch of money and mm-hmm. then buy headphones. <laughs> Janet Jackson headphones. Oh shit! What does that mean? With the little like. Oh thing. wow! <laughs> <laughs> you went. You went extra level with that. Um, I need to stop looking at my text messages. Sarah is texting me and I am distracted. Why didn't she just come? You invited people. No one came to the podcast. I know I did invite people. That's right. Our 300 people on Pancake Town. We had to buy our own damn coffee. We did. As always. That's fine. Patreon will buy our coffee soon. Yeah. Soon. Um, Right? Once I get it fucking set up. Okay. I'm tired this week. Me too. I have too much work. I've, I've over, I've over committed. Yes. You know, the new, um, oh God. Um, the new way to say that is like that you're out of bandwidth or something. Oh, fuck. Um, is I've, that like unpacking? You like that the same? Um, I've caught myself saying <gasps> bandwidth. Oh, I thought you caught yourself saying unpacking. No, I'm like, no, no, oh no, no, God. No. I think about saying it jokingly all the time, but then I realize people <laughs> won't know I'm joking. They'll be like, that lady's an asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, and I was just thinking about like how if you were like a conspiracy theorist, you'd say that someone's trying to get us to use like dumb Android, terms. Um, oh my god. Terms like referring to ourselves doesn't, as doesn't bandwidth robots. seem like a doesn't bandwidth make you think of or like dialing or doesn't that seem too old of a term for us to be using bandwidth? No, I think it's like what um the kids relate <laughs> to. Jesus Christ. I Steve has said it several times. Oh, so maybe not, it's like a wait, non-ironically. Nerdy? Yeah, non-ironically. Oh my god, it might be like a computer nerdy term. But again, like why, like why use a computer term <laughs> to describe a human being? Because it's hilarious. Unless we're getting ready for the androids <laughs> to take over. Well, that's why the presidential alert came out yesterday, for right? sure. Which like felt so dystopian. Yes. Sci-fi I movie liked, to me. I liked all the photoshopped versions of it that oh, I saw I online. Saw, like a couple of regular. I think because I follow like a lot of graphic designers, there was a ton of, and I was like, why didn't I do one? I was like, I missed the boat on that one. Um, but yeah, there were a bunch of really funny ones. That one of them was like, like an Amber Alert about Melan- <laughs> Melania being missing. <laughs> all I hope is that he doesn't somehow mistake that as for Twitter. Twitter. And yeah, I know. And we get 3 a.m. text saying that he's out of his ambient and he's going to talk <laughs> for five hours. Oh, God. Let's talk about something else. Yes. Okay. This is Pancake Town, the podcast. Ah. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. We're going to try really hard this episode to use our microphones appropriately. We were told by our sound producer, Josh Wentz, that we are terrible at our jobs. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't say those words. That's what I got from it. Um, 
he in a very nice calming way was like can you guys like we need to check your settings maybe are you (laughs) are you not holding the microphones to your mouth like he just kind of started offering up possible like maybe it's you that doesn't know how to use the equipment it's us but um it is us so we apologize if past episodes have not sounded quite as good because i think we maybe got lazy with the we don't like using the mic stands is what i'm gonna say i think it'd be worse with the mic i think so too because at least when we're holding it we know that like our hand needs to be in a certain place but what i'm saying is we don't know what we're doing and but we're trying but if I got to look into this. If we get the headset thing <laughs> with the microphone that and not use these microphones, then it's just attached I to think us. the issue, and Josh will tell us this, uh-huh. I think the issue with those is that those are not going to be as good of a mic. But they look way cooler. They look way cooler. But I think that they're not going to record as well mm. unless we get like crazy expensive oh, okay. ones. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it would, you'd have to spend we'll more money to get. Patreon level for those. Um, we also could. I just had a visual of us getting like um, the thing that you that like people in bands that play harmonicas wear around their neck and the harmonicas attached oh. to them. <laughs> Yeah, we should just get one of two of those, and we'll attach the microphone, like duct tape it. Yeah, because it has to come out, and then we'll just place it, and then we don't have to ever hold the mic. It just hang, it just sits on our chest. I was trying to figure <laughs> out like something like eyeglass holders, but that wouldn't. Yeah, you need something st- with structure. So... Yeah, like a little ring, and then it like holds it right Maybe up. To... Attach it to like a back brace or something. <laughs> Um, I feel like a meme is coming. I'm gonna have to make a. I'm gonna have to make a graphic of us trying to use our mics better. Um, okay, so we this week we're going to talk about something that came up on the Facebook group. Um, basically, I think and I what got really worked up about Michelle it. got real excited. I think when what started was Jenny's yeah. post, right? Yeah. Je- so Jenny from Three Letter Birds posted. Um, I don't know what she, I don't know what the exact post was, but it was generally like, can someone reteach me how to use Instagram? That was exactly it. Um, Which I think we all feel like kind of probably on a weekly basis. Mm -hmm. We're like, do I know what this is and how this works? Because it's not really working the way I think it should work. Um, I think her question was generally like, I feel like I'm posting good content. I feel like I'm posting on a regular basis. I feel like I'm posting at the time of day I'm supposed to, but then it doesn't seem to be like showing results. Right. Um, she was saying like the percentage of likes or view. I don't Yeah. Is like what? Actually, 3% or something? Yeah. Something like that, which it turns out is normal. Is normal. Yeah. That That's, that's what people best. like. And actually, um, I initially went to a couple of the like biggest accounts I follow. Yeah. So Design and tried to Sponge see and how many likes Design they're getting. Love Fest. And yeah. some of their photos, they are getting the yeah, like, like 10, 2% 000. or whatever. Yeah. But a lot of their photos, they're getting less than a percentage. Yes. Yeah. Like 0.2. I think that's the funny thing I saw. Well, and a so lot. here's another quick tip like not those posts not those accounts you just mentioned but like there are some uh sarah and i were just looking at um 
there's like a business. I think it's just a business in Chicago. I won't like out them or anything. But basically, like, we were kind of like, what's the deal with these people? Let's look them up on Instagram. So we look them up on Instagram, and they have, like, 11,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Seems like And a lot. Sarah's like, yeah, but let's look at their posts. And mm-hmm. we started looking at, like, the first five or six posts. Literally, this person that has over 10,000 followers was getting maybe 20 likes. Oh, that's terrible. On a photo. And here's the reason. Probably half of those followers are bought. Yep. Yep. Um, and I know everybody, whenever I tell people like, you can just buy followers, they're like, no, really? No, oh, come on. There are apps where you buy oh, followers. Absolutely. So the fact is, is that these larger brands that have like, you know, that are, have, they have some kind of startup money or investment money. Like they literally have marketing budget that is for buying followers. Sure. And so the key is like, there, you have to remember, I think, in general, the number of followers you have, whether it's 400 or 40,000, is not what's important. The thing that's important is this percentage that we're talking about. Like, if the more engagement you can get, that's showing what really is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's how you can tell, <laughs> like, is this doing something it does seem though like the higher your followers get the yes. lower your engagement for sure i think yeah i think so and i think that that's just kind of the name of the game like yeah. that's just how it works um but i think as teeny tiny companies where like i mean some of us have a couple hundred followers some of us have a few thousand followers i think i think most of us are on such a smaller scale that I think that some of us are like, if I had just like 2000 followers, that'd be amazing, Mm -hmm. which is true. But I think don't get discouraged or neither discouraged nor overwhelmed, like based on the number of followers you have. Cause I think that there are ways that you can kind of like use Instagram to your advantage and get the most out of whatever that number is. Yeah. Like don't freak out about, oh my God, I have to get to this many followers. Like certainly your goal should be like, yes, I want more people to see my work. More, yeah. Of course. Um, But I think that people get caught up in those numbers and also like the whole comparing yourself to other people's accounts and how much engagement they're getting. I mean, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't want 10,000 followers. Oh, of course. However, I do see the accounts that have, you know, 100,000 followers and the comments that they get. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad yeah, that, not up that I don't really get, like every now and then I'll get a rude Some weird devices, comment, yeah. And it's like, okay, it's just one every now and then. Right. And I can either respond or I can just delete it. But the accounts that get that oh. on every post nonstop. Right. Because everyone misinterprets information. Well, and days. also you have to remember that there are people who literally have made a hobby out of being divisive on the internet. Sure. Like there are literally people like the, the person that came after Ginny um, oh, from Ginny and Tonic. Like he, he came over onto my feed and what? started attacking me. Who? And what? Just this guy, some asshole, some guy that has, and they always have private accounts. P.S. They always have private accounts. Um, they almost always have, and everyone can get real mad at me when I say this, but it is true. They almost always have a Bible verse in their bio. <laughs> I am not 
kidding. It is it is not a judgment. It is a fact. Um, but they're always a private account, so you can't go on to see their posts. They want to hide. They want to have anonymity, but then they want to attack strangers. But they specifically are going on to people's feeds, like they follow hashtags that are obviously again like opposite of their beliefs or their mm. thoughts or whatever it would be like i always say it would be like me like following a hashtag about like gun collecting and then constantly being on people's feeds that ha- like show their gun collection and me being like guns are killing people and blah blah, blah. like what's the point of that yeah. like why are you doing that I always but you're about- doing it because you want to start a fight that gives you some sort of weird you had this Purpose. like amazing analogy um, in one of the episodes from a long time ago. About that going I to actually, a dinner party and shouting into a room? Well, yeah. It was a going to a party that you weren't invited to. Yes, you weren't invited. And then being you there don't and know then anyone getting there. mad about the party that you yeah. walked into and weren't invited to yeah. and just shouting about how you don't like the party yeah. and then thinking that any <laughs> and then when somebody's like hey can you please leave you're like you're just trying to j- attack me and bo-. like uh you you, you came invited. here <laughs> like you came into my house yeah. and i was happy to let you be here until you started screaming about whatever it is you're screaming about um yeah it is that it is that like there's a culture of people that have decided that this is how they get validation and how they get attention. And our job as sane people is to remember that Instagram is not real life. Mm-hmm. Like the shit on your phone and the shit on the internet is not real life. You have to remember that like, I mean, cause it is hard. You see people that are terrible, like making horrible comments and you see stuff about politics and you see stuff about, you know, like very heated topics. And it's hard not to assume that those like eight random people represent millions of people. It's hard. It's hard to remember that like, those are just eight assholes. Like you have to remember that the internet is not, is, is just a tiny representation of a tiny group of people. Well, and that's also a, good example of like why we shouldn't be focusing all of our marketing um energy on on these platforms yeah and i think the, the the thing to really remember is if you if you were going to buy something anything if you were in the market for something, you were like, hey, I need a new piece of equipment to make things for my business. Mm-hmm. Would you have more faith in the rusty piece of trash version of it that you found in the dumpster in the alley behind your house that's free? Or the thing that someone made that you know how it works and you've paid money for it and it has clear results versus the thing in the dumpster probably doesn't have clear results. <laughs> Instagram not. is the thing in the dumpster. It's it's free. It is free. Like you can't expect you can't be like I'm going to spend all my marketing time on this thing that is free. Like yeah. why do you think that's going to equal why do you think that Instagram is the free handout to make your business successful? That's ridiculous. You should look at Instagram as a tool that we're all lucky to use for no money. Yeah. I mean we we definitely need it for sure. Um, I think that it is a it is a valuable asset 
but if you use it in a way that you think if if in a week you wrote down what did I do to market my business this week mm. and the thing you wrote the one thing you wrote down was I posted something on Instagram four times and and nothing else is on that list you you're not doing it right if you spent if you wrote down in a month your marketing budget and you're like how much did I spend on marketing and you wrote zero dollars because I just posted 18 things on Instagram. Well, then why do you, do you really think that that's going to equal any amount of sales? It shouldn't. Business-wise, it shouldn't because you invested nothing. You invested nothing into that. That's true. So yeah, why would you get a rate of return to... of any money? Right. If you get $100 in sales off of Instagram posts, you won already. That is profit. And if you're spending 20 hours a week on Instagram, that's your fault. Like, that that's your pro, that's your bad management of your time. I might so, be spending that much. Right, and that's what I'm saying is like <laughs> I think that if people if the goal is you want sales, you need to treat it differently than if the goal is I am a lifestyle blogger and I just want likes and attention and people to send me shit because I have X number of followers. Right. Like you have to remember yeah. what your goal yeah, is. Yeah. Cause there are Instagram accounts that that is their goal. They want, they want sponsorship. They want people to send them free things. They want to be sent on trips. They want to be looked at like they're a tastemaker. Then yeah, they should be working to having a million followers, but don't compare don't, their strategy. Yeah, that is different. Yours. Like don't try to be that person because that's silly. That's not, the way your business should be working. And I think, so what we want to talk about today is we, we both agree that like, if you want there to be some sort of internet access to your customers, Instagram ain't the way to do it. No, it's a, I, I have a million reasons why. And I, I sort of laid into Jenny <laughs> about this. Like I kept coming back with more unsolicited information. You're like, yeah, but this. And I'm like, she's like, I got what? it. I, I got get, it. Yeah. Cause she like, at first she was like, oh, I don't really want to do another thing, which is exactly totally what yeah. is going on in other people's heads right now. I don't want to do another thing. Yeah. But we're going to prove to you why you need to do another yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's not like take some of the energy away from Instagram a little bit and put it into something that and, is way more and effective. And you will realize how much more control you have over how you are representing yourself. Like there's, there is something weird and out there in the world about when you post on Instagram, you're, you're in amongst all the other garbage that people are following like you're not you're not placing things in the right context you're not able to be like here's my branding here's my logo this is the information sure. i want to give to you here's a link this is what i'm trying to communicate like you're doing you're trying to do all of what you can do in one marketing post like a newsletter in like 40 different random Instagram posts that people are seeing sporadically. I mean, the nature of the yeah. app is scrolling. Right. You are putting all this effort into something that people just scroll And past. the number, I mean, if there was a way to really find out how many people actually see your post and actually stop on it and actually read your I caption. Are like um, and that's why videos that are sometimes can, interesting oh, yeah, because yeah. if you do a video, you actually get to see how many views it had. Um, well, what do the insights? 
but I think these days it's a little terrifying to think like you put all this thought into like communicating information and maybe writing a catchy caption and like hashtagging some things but the percentage of your followers that actually read that and pay attention to it is so tiny I'm gonna look at a recent photo that did I would consider really well I said I was going to disclose all of my numbers. Get ready. Um, for like my email list and stuff. Um, so I'll start with this. Your Instagram. Um, so I have um, currently, as of this very moment, four thousand forty-nine followers on Instagram. You're so famous. I'm sure that will change dramatically by the time this airs. I'll. It'll be. 3,000. <laughs> no. Um, it goes up and down so It'll much. It'll go less. Like, yeah, mine does that too. Gain three, lose two daily. I mean, it's actually a little um, bit, it's a little bit reassuring that those numbers fluctuate like that because to me, that means that Instagram is doing their due diligence and like deleting robots. I don't care what's happening. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't. Like, once you consistently lose followers you just can't care about it anymore oh yeah for sure um so anyhow uh i have a photo from last week that got 127 likes which seems good enough for me yeah um so let's click on the insights um so in case you don't know at the bottom of every post you post your post if you not have a other business people's, account if you have a business account um above where you can like like and comment or whatever it says view insights and you can click on that and if you scroll up like flip up you can get a big list of stuff okay so this is interesting we have 12 actions taken from this post that's um eight profile visits three website clicks one get directions why are there get directions (laughs) i don't i'll have to look in that i like that i won't i'll forget um it says there were uh, 1,372 accounts reached. So that's out of my 4,000. Yeah. So that's a, a, more than a third were reached. Yeah. 8% that weren't following me. Yeah. Um, and then the impressions number is different. Yeah. Um, so impressions, I think, is how many times showing- it was put into someone's feed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why the reach is um I would think that reach and impressions are the same thing. I don't know. Um we'll have to look that up. Well there is a little link that says understanding your insights, but let's not, <laughs> let's get, not get that get far that. into it. Um so of the uh one thousand seven hundred and sixteen impressions, um, you know, I only got hundred and twenty seven likes out of that. Yeah. Um but my email, did we say that we're, <laughs> we're going to talk about email? We're going to, we're going to talk about email a lot. So we're going to talk I'm about a, basically having a mailing list and sending out some sort of email blast to where's a mailing list. list. Um, so like my, this is my last email. So da, I think da, da, da. in comparison to let's give people some numbers. Yeah. You were saying you have what? 4,000 something followers on Instagram. Yeah. And I have. And then how many on your mailing list? <coughs> I think it's like 1,150. So we're looking at like a quarter of the potential recipients. Right. But <coughs> I get 
Um, about an average of a 30% open rate. Yeah, that's similar for me, between 25 my, and 30%. And I uh, posted this in the group. I ran the numbers, which I didn't write down anywhere. They're in your um, brain. But um, I did reports to look at how much revenue came from my MailChimp Mm -hmm. um, emails from this year, from like year to date. Yeah. Um, and, uh, compare that to the revenue from Instagram right. via Shopify reports. Yeah. And my MailChimp revenue was twice as much yeah. as Instagram. And that's sending one, sometimes two emails a month. Right. A month. Right. Instead of potentially like 20 yeah. to 30 posts. And I usually don't have to like take photos no, for you, yeah. my MailChimp emails and because I I'm using my professional photography. To let people know, like, I think most of Michelle's email campaigns are like... Yeah, we'll talk about like why to send out an email. Like too. in... If they're in sections and like... I mean, I've sent out ones where it's literally like one main image, some sort of headliner information, um, and then like two or three little things after it that's like I'm going to be at this event and then here's a sale we're having and then check out this new product and that's it like so, it's literally just like basic yeah. update information you don't you don't have to have some major thing happening in order to send one you could literally make up like this product I haven't featured in a while like let's do a thing about prints or like what's up with long necklaces right now like literally just make up something because people don't no one's going to do more of that oh, right just kind of like up like i could do a how to clean your jewelry yes totally email. totally so i think that whatever your whatever you make or whatever your business is like step outside of your knowledge of it and be like, what is interesting to people about what I do? Like maybe I need to have a blog post that it links to, or maybe somebody else wrote something about me, or maybe there's an interview that happened. Like literally if you do, I think Michelle does on the high end of like numbers of mailings in comparison to like most people, I think bigger companies, there are some that do like one every week and it's a little crazy. I mean, I get some emails from big yeah, like twice a, a week. Day. Yeah, once so I a think day. Seriously, though, for a smaller company, like I think it's completely fair to say if you did a general newsletter once a quarter. Now and then supplement, like supplement that with like, and here's a sale, and here's oh, a product okay. feature. Like, so have like a, a quarterly newsletter. Yes. So like have a generally newslettery thing that's like. And then have some kind of framework to that. Have it be like, it's always a feature image. It's always a behind the scenes blurb. It's always a featured product. And it's always a next event. Like pick, pick whatever those three things are. And like every quarter no, be like, okay, well, what fits in this category? Let's post about this. Give yourself like a structure to it. I and it won't like feel quite so overwhelming. Quarterly would be really easy to forget about doing, you know? Yeah. Um, I think but if you're, if you're putting it in there with other things, I'm thinking that if you do something really short and little in between those, oh, yeah. then you don't feel like if you are doing them, like you're doing them twice a month. Like if four of those a year are a big kind of m more massive, like 
Yeah. You know, th- could, this is what's going I on. I could add in a quarterly right. newsletter. Versus, because then those little ones are just kind of like little nudges like, hey, we have new prints in the shop. One image, link to the shop, sh- free shipping code. Mm-hmm. That's a news. That's a whole newsletter That's a, or a whole post, a whole email that you send out. Because then I think people can kind of get into the mode of like, oh, this is just a little shorty guy and like, oh, I'm going to check that out versus reading a newsletter or like, and then you'll get some people will be really drawn to the newsletters and some people will be really drawn. newsletter. Yeah. Most of my Orange Beautiful ones are are all newsletters. Okay. Um, So like, unless I'm doing like a product feature thing (laughs) that's like new cards, boom, one picture. Sure. Um, oh, so I was going to say, I actually was able to buy a MailChimp template that matches my yeah. theme on Shopify. On Shopify, yeah. Um, unfortunately, they stopped making MailChimp themes, and I have a feeling it's because it was so janky. Yeah. Like, I bought it the second they came out, because I'm like, that's an amazing idea. Yeah. And... It took several months of me saying, this doesn't work. That doesn't yeah. work. And back and forth. And she'd fix it and send me a new file. And I'd be like, well, now this doesn't work. Ugh. And I think they just... Like, they were like, this, they were this is obviously it. a problem. Yeah. I mean, they they do work now. Yeah. Um, but they're not perfect. Like, you can't screw around with it at all. Yeah. Um, uh, but, again, we both discussed that we simply copy our last yeah. email and just because then all your links are still set my header is still there yeah. with the link um, and uh, and customers sometimes will get I'll used to it consistently looking the same have these like three tabs above my main photo yeah. that I change out occasionally so it'll be like whatever the current collection is and if there's a sale section yeah and maybe something else i want to highlight like either um the vintage stuff it'll say like vintage shop or um last chance i'll I'll change a couple of them but usually i'm leaving one of them right so it's like fewer the shop button is always there but i just have to change where i want that link to go yeah it it makes it so that i can do a new email in like 20 minutes yeah because yeah and so both of us use mailchimp and we were talking before we started recording that like there's obviously other programs that you can use besides mailchimp we yeah we both i mean i've been using mailchimp for probably since it started i mean at least seven years um i think i started my mailchimp account in 2011 so so yeah same about same yeah but i think it's it it works well because you can yeah literally you can make one they have template things where you can just drop like they give you a framework where it's like there's two images side by side and then a little text block and then a big image like there's a bunch of options for that those different setups so you can mm. kind of pick based on what you're gonna include um or you can do something completely from scratch you can just make your own thing which if you're not used to that kind of thing or you're not designery or whatever mm. can be a little overwhelming but yeah. the great thing is like once you set up one or maybe you hire somebody to like make you it i've done that for a couple different 
businesses where they're like, I don't even know where to begin with this. And I'm like, well, if I make you one, then you have this template. And literally when you send out one, you can just pick replicate. Yes. And it just makes that newsletter again. And then you go in and just edit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the exactly stuff. what I do. So, um, it, I think it you makes can it buy, easy. Um, cute yes, templates. I think you can buy, yeah. Um, if anyone knows of one that they like, like a site that's good for buying them. Yeah. Feel free to post that. But I think, I mean, in a, for a lot of people, like, unless, like, t- if you're just getting started, if you're like, I don't even know where to begin, like, just have a white background and a photo and text blocks. Like, don't try to make it, like, don't try to, like, make some fancy looking newsletter. Like you literally are just trying to get content into people's inboxes and links and like, make sure that you just, that like consistency is more important than the actual, what the actual newsletter looks like. Sure. Like if you're doing it regularly and if you're, when you go to shows, you're making sure you add new people to your mailing list. Like it may seem kind of pointless if you just have like, 50 people on a mailing list, but like 50 people can quickly turn into 200. Like if you have a mailing list, sign up on your website, you make sure you get people to sign up for your mailing list when they are at shows and buy things from you. Like make there be a giveaway to sign up for your mailing list, make there be a discount or a coupon code. Like if you you start to do it and get people on your mailing list. So, um, yeah, having a sign up at events, um, pop up, on your um, homepage. Mm-hmm. And usually, like, the best thing always is... Also at the bottom of your... To make sure that you're page. clear about what you're going to send them. Like, a lot of people are not going to be... Like, that's kind of why you have to bribe people a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to say, we'll give you a coupon code, or you'll get free shipping, or you'll we'll send you something on your birthday, or whatever it is to, like, entice people. Because you have to remember that you're you are probably the same way you are like oh great another email i'm gonna get so you need to make sure that you're communicating like you know we won't flood your inbox or we will Mm. send one you know an email a month or make or have there be two different kinds of lists they can sign up for like have there be a list that's just for sales and a list that's a general newsletter list and people can decide if they want to be on both so like make sure that you aren't just like sign up for my mailing list because there are a lot of people that if you don't just tell them, they're not going to ask. Right. And when they don't ask, they're just going to be like, well, I don't need another email. Also something that, uh, Kate from the shop files had posted Mm -hmm. or she'd send an email. I don't, I don't remember if it was an Or she came to you in a dream. Yes. She's like, Michelle, I have some advice for you. It was about switching up your pop-up, like your offering mm, yeah. for yeah. Um, what you get for um, signing up for the email list. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God, yeah, I, I don't do that. No, like, I don't do that and either. And I just like That's immediately really went in, took five minutes yeah. and changed my offer. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like if I know I'm going to have a sale, I'll take down the 15% discount code and make it just free shipping. I've made it nothing before. I mean, it's not nothing because there's always um, the birthday uh, coupon. So when you 
in the pop-up, there's a space for your email and your birthday. Yeah. So even if you don't get anything immediately, you know that on your birthday you'll get. I think the birthday thing is so fucking genius. Like, I don't do that right now, and I need to change that on mine. Because I feel like it's kind of such a stupid thing, but, like, there are definitely businesses that I am on their mailing list and I get a thing like either the month of my birthday mm-hmm. or like the week of my birthday or whatever. And it's like most of the time it's something like pretty great. Like, like teas, the tea shop down the street from here, like literally sends you like $5 off, like whatever you buy. And I'm like, Oh yeah, cool. Thanks. I'm going to go, I'm going to go down. I was going to buy something from there anyway. Let me go there today. I look forward to getting my free spice at savory every year. Like, I think that there's something really smart about like, and, and also people tend to forget that they've signed up for that. Like they forget Mm -hmm. because like it could be months and months and months till their birthday. And like, they've signed up for this mailing list and they're going about their lives. And then like the month of their birthday, they're like, Michelle Starbuck just sent me a coupon for yeah. my birthday. I'm a, I should go buy that necklace that I've been thinking about. Also, and, like, I it just, just kind of like, I don't know. It like seals the deal and I like makes people feel real special, even though they know it's totally automated. <laughs> if, um, if your target audience are adults, yeah. Um, we don't really get, birthday things anymore so getting a birthday coupon (laughs) and like my birthday email I should probably change this but I'm too lazy it's been like it for forever is a photo I took of the cake I made for my 10 year anniversary yeah um because I thought oh I might need a picture of a cake at some point so it's a picture (laughs) of a cake with candles in it um uh, so that's, you know, you get a picture of a cake right? and you find out you get, oh, I had Monica help me write the copy because I really wanted it to be like, it's something that's going to grow all the time yeah. for like years. Yeah. And I'm like, it's got to be decent. So it says something cute about like, um, sa- saving your birthday wishes for like puppies or world peace or something. Yeah. Cause you can now get yourself now you something can buy you something. wanted. Yeah. Saving your birthday wishes. Yeah. That's cute. I just think it's a, I don't know. It's a thing coming up with things like that. Or if you can come up with something that's like super specific, like you were saying the thing about the spice shop, like you get a free spice, like whatever, you know, I claim spice it you every want. single yeah. year. And, and if you have a brick and mortar store, like that's so genius to be like, you have to come, yeah, come in come and in. you get this. Like there's just, <clears throat> there's something about, marketing where like you've you've given somebody a a task basically like if you Mm -hmm. if you're just like a general thing people tend to be like whatever fine you have prints great later but if you're like no this is new or no this is limited edition or no this is just for your birthday or no this is just for a limited time like those things will give people the little bit of a push that they need to just be like, well, I'm just going to do this. Yep. Like, I'm going to make sure I do this. And when you're in a flood of a million other people also sending them things, like, you you have to, like, give a little bit. You got to, like, have a special treat or an extra something that makes you, makes people lock on to what you're doing. And that's why I think those, doing these email marketing things, like, as much as you feel like, oh, it's another thing you have to do or... It really takes... L- 
it takes less time and yeah. it's more effective yeah is the bottom line i mean if you if you could simplify it way down and be like let's just make up arbitrary numbers and be like i spend a hundred hours a month on instagram if you literally just decided like i'm gonna spend 90 hours a month on instagram and 10 hours a month making one newsletter mm-hmm. like you Not will even, right yeah, you're but gonna I mean, spend an hypothetically, hour Hypothetically, like if you're literally just taking a 10% chunk of your Instagram yeah. time or your Facebook time and it's, it's this kind of the same way I feel about like Etsy shop versus having your own website mm-hmm. where I'm like, if you can, if you can move things to your own thing, like, like why wouldn't you want to take the step to commit to something that's yours and yours alone? Well, that's like, I have this underlined from one of my articles. Um, and actually several of them mentioned that exact thing was the fact that you own your email list yeah. on like social media. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have no control no. over who follows you on social no. media or if they even see it. Right. But um, I mean, you can literally on MailChimp, you can literally see like the exact people who have opened an email. You can see the you can exact see how many people. times they open. Yes, you can it. see how many times they open it. You can yeah. see how many times they click. You can see which picture they clicked yeah. on. Like if you have a series I tend to of not pictures look anymore, but I should. And like you can see, oh, did they just click on the logo at the top that just goes to my site, or did they wait and get to the very bottom and click on the sale button, or did mm-hmm. they click on this specific picture? Did a bunch of people click on this specific? picture and like also make newsletter every single newsletter. photo go yes. somewhere oh my god please make anything that can possibly be linked be linked to something occasionally i'll have a spot in the bottom for a photo and description that i really don't have anything for yeah um so it'll be like a coming soon sort of thing. Yeah. And there's nowhere to link coming soon to. You just link it to your website. And, well, In yeah, general. I guess I could have. And so I had like left the link out and yeah. I immediately get responses saying this, this, this link, link doesn't work. Anywhere. It's like, it wasn't a link. It was nothing. It's not supposed to be. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. You also, I should, um, the one thing I will say that I think people don't, uh, that are people maybe don't check on um, MailChimp has this, and I'm assuming that other programs have it as well. There is um, a there's a test email thing. Mm-hmm. Always do that. Yes, always do. do the test email. Always send yourself the newsletter. I usually have to do it like four times and, because and I read find that mistakes. thing and m- make sure you check for typos and make yep. sure you click on all the links and make yep. sure they're I not broken. And then the second thing is look at how it presents on your mobile. Like make sure you look at that thing on your phone because you will no, not I believe. Don't do that. Oh my God. Some people don't do it. And then I get, I will get stuff where I'm looking at things on my phone and I'm like, well, I can't even look at this. Uh Oh, and I mean, my template's supposed to be responsive, but, but I guess I the should. The thing you have to remember sure is that there are there are design elements that are default, and so like sometimes your header won't translate, or your text won't translate, and you'll get a thing where like <sighs> the little teeny body text that's mm-hmm. twelve point on your regular email yeah. is 
18 point on your phone. Oh my god, now I'm so paranoid. I have to check my email. For... And it should, yes, if you've if you've come I actually off have of... to make a email when I get home today. Oh god. So you'll be all ready yeah, for this. Yeah, I actually felt like wouldn't it be fun if I did it on the podcast? But I think it's also fair like if you're that. if you're new at the sending emails thing or you just randomly started, if you just are like, okay, I'm going to open a mail trip account and I have 10 people on it, whatever. Like just start doing it and send it to some people that you know and and like just email it to some people and be like, hey, can you give me feedback on this? Like, hey, like, hell, go on the Pancake Town Facebook group and tell no, everyone that you're funny. starting. Oh, yeah, yours looks good. Tell people that you're starting a mailing That's list you. and like you want to add people <laughs> to it and you want to test it out and like please give, you know, be like, I'm going to send this today and, like, please give me feedback. Mm -hmm. Like, if like that's, if you send it to family members or anybody and, like, the first couple times you send stuff out, you're going to, like, Michelle has people being like, but the link doesn't work. Like, you're going to get that. You're going to get emails of people being like, I couldn't see this on my phone or, like, this photo didn't go anywhere and it's like, all right, calm down. <laughs> yeah, I got it. But once you get into the swing of it, like, I think people will be shocked at how and I'm sure there are people listening who are like, yeah, totally. Email marketing. I, I'm already there and but I totally like get it. It seemed like a lot of people like, were oh, like, oh, God, I don't want to no. do that. Um, or it seemed like people had done it in the past and were like, oh, I didn't, I don't feel like it was doing anything. Probably because like, you weren't being consistent. Right. You weren't being, um, yeah, for sure. Also, I couldn't find um, the exact post um, where, uh, again, Kate from the shop files had said this, but she thinks that you should send out an email once a week. That's crazy. Um, <sighs> I mean, there is the fear. So here's the thing that I'm sure people will bring up. Like, it's the same as Instagram. It's the same question of like, I have can, a you, bit can about you post too much? That, yeah, can you I post have a bit about enough? frequency. So I feel like you have, I think you have to hone in a little bit on like, what are you telling people? Like, what what is the point of your email? And if it has a, if you're just making up shit to send to people like once a week, that seems a little, I don't know, that seems like a lot. And I feel like there are, you might lose some mailing list people. Like, I feel like there'd be some people that would, but if you play devil's advocate, you could say you might triple your mailing list. Be, mm, like you might triple your mailing list if you are sending out more and more and more people, like you might actually have less people leaving because they're like, oh, this is worth looking at this so mm -hmm. it, it can go both ways like you can argue both both directions um i found something this morning um about uh the frequency um so they they were saying that um obviously the more emails you send the more visible your brand is and consistency and frequency are um, the most important in building your online reputation. Um, your subscribers will forget about you if you don't engage with them yeah. for a while. So I, I feel like monthly is probably... I think monthly is minimum. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. Monthly is minimum. Um, and then on the flip side, they're talking about, like, can you email too much? And, like, yes, if your content isn't good enough. Yeah. Like, I mean, it'll I think look like that's spam what I'm thinking. If your content yeah. is like, eh. and I think that that I feel like that's kind of my 
thought when I'm saying like do a big email every quarter and then like supplement it with smaller ones. It's like, I think if you were doing it once a week and you were doing like massive newsletters once a week, that would be insane. Well, that would also be time consuming right. for you. So I think like if you, if you were doing just like little tidbit things that are like just fun. I mean, it could even be, it could, you could treat it a little bit the way you treat developing content for Instagram where like the stuff that we all put on Instagram is like fluff and extra. Like most of those things are not like I'm having a big event or like, here's a major announcement. They're just like, Hey, it's October. That has me thinking of fall colors. Here's a picture of a necklace. Like, you know what I mean? So I think if you didn't, you could do newsletters in the same vein where like, if you try, if you were trying to do once a week content, if you made it kind of like a fun inspirational thing, like here's a color story and here's a new material we're using. And Hey, we went to the gems show last week. Yeah. Like you could treat it almost like a, like a blog a little bit. Um, and then people would start to look at it. Like it's just like inspirational content, the way that they're looking at Instagram, the way that they're looking to that to be like, Oh, look, a fun picture. And Oh, look, a cute thing that happened you could kind of treat it like your own little Instagram feed, just like being sent directly to people. Sure. Um, well, so one of the articles, the first article I found was about all of the things you should be doing instead of, or, um, in conjunction with social media, Mm -hmm. like, okay. So a lot of my information came from Megan O'Toole who if you aren't on her email list or following her on Instagram, you should because um, she's got like all kinds of really good small business help stuff. Um, I pretty much just follow her and uh, the shop files. Megan O'Toole, but she spells her name crazy? Um, I mean, there's an H in there. No, isn't there an I in there? M-E-I? How do you normally spell Megan? Without an I. Oh, is it Megan then? I wasn't sure. So it's Megan O'Toole. M-E-I-G-H-A-N-O-T-O-O-L-E. Okay. I wasn't crazy. I always thought that (laughs) Megan had like an A in it, but I don't know. I've never seen... You know what? Maybe it is Megan. I've never seen Megan or Megan spelled with an I, period, ever. So she has a special name. Um, it also well, could be Megan, like, Irish. like, like lay, like, like way, the word way, W E I G H, Megan. Megan. See? So well, her last Megan. name's O'Toole. So it could just be like. It could be Meccan. We're discussing Mechan. it way too much. Um, let's call, I don't know let's how you call her and ask her how to pronounce her name. I did actually look through her Instagram stories this morning to see if she said her name oh. out loud. <laughs> Why would um, she say her own name? Well, like, oh, if hi, she was saying like her a, URL like or something, an introduction yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, hi, um, this is Megan. I, I could have researched harder, maybe. There, I bet she has something somewhere. Bonus how points to, pronou- to the first person who posts on our Pancake Town Facebook about and how I, to pronounce her I name. I hate mispronouncing people's names, so I, it's her I, fault. I feel really bad now. Let's just say it's her fault. It's not. <laughs> it's her parents' fault, right? No one, not her fault. Everybody knows how to spell, how to pronounce your name. They know how, no one's ever mispronounced my name. Well, we, we have, have boring, yeah, plain, really <laughs> reasonably spelled names because our um, parents were tired. <laughs> um, my mom was very proud of the fact that my name was 
the one of the top ten names when I was born. Oh, my parents were unaware like, that Emily was oh, the really? top baby name because I think it only became the top baby name like the year after I was born, like uh, maybe okay. two years after I was born. And then for the entirety of the eighties, it was in the top. My five mom still talks about na- how oh, she's she so na- proud. Well, first of all, she named her kids the same thing. <laughs> Yes. Who names their kids Michael and Michelle? Someone who's tired. That became <laughs> very difficult for her, you know, to get those. My straight. my parents were very sensitive about um, us not having weird nicknames or weird things oh, that we our names were. Michael is still with. Michael. He yeah. was never. No, my no. I'm Mike saying. I'm saying yeah. my parents didn't want kids to make up shit. Like they oh, didn't make up. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Oh. They didn't. They were very okay. sensitive about what our names were. They didn't want our names to rhyme with things oh. or be like you could change a letter or something. So like, but then get this. My brother's name is Brett. Yeah. That rhymes with a bunch of shit. Yeah. His name is Brett, but it's spelled with one T, oh, which I for the entirety that. of his See, life. See, that is spelled right? weird. It's spelled wrong. I picture it with two Ts. Yes, everyone does. It's like Michelle so with one L. So for his whole childhood and now into adulthood, everyone spells his name with two Ts. I he would always has to correct two. people. Yeah. And his name is Brett Andrew Martin. Bam. His initials are bam. Oh, well, then they didn't try hard so they enough. not try hard at no. all my initials you got a interesting my, middle yeah. name and then they though. gave me a wackadoo middle that? name which is hammer talking about That's they tried saying. hard they constantly said how hard they tried what? and then like those were the names they came up with so yeah my middle name is hammer which how did they arrive That's, it's at a family it's a last name oh, it's in a my family, family. Okay. but like guess what you picked oh and then my second name the name that they were going to name me instead of emily lacy Oh, you dodged the, uh, You know what? I don't want to make fun of people's names because we have zero control over I it. I would be a different person but if my name were Lacey. Right? Don't you think your whole life would be different if you had a different name? This is a whole other episode. Yeah. You know what? I'm, yeah. This, I'm not going to make fun should, of people's this names. This should be a bonus episode. Okay. <laughs> a bonus episode. You're going to hear us ranting about names. Mm-hmm. And then everyone and with then those we, names like boycotts the podcast. Yeah. That would get us some press. I have actually said <laughs> that um, if I meet another person named Emily that I don't have you room can't be for. No. Their friend. There are two. I yeah. have three Emilys that I communicate with on a regular I have like basis. Six. And I have to <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm I have to use everyone's last names. That's what did I tell you about how in college there was a group of us that were friends and there were like I think there were like eight of us total and five of us were named Emily. Steve had that he had two guy friends named Steve. But and for a while we were like, Are we friends because our name <laughs> is Emily? Like is that why we're friends? And we all had to be called different it. Like I was I was either Martin or Hama. And then one of the Emilys was Emma, and one of the other Emilys was M. And and then one got to be Emily. Wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have, you know, you had a name and that was more unique? Like yeah. Megan. Just, okay, we should keep talking about yeah. her. Let's okay. get back to Megan. I really love her. Skip all that stuff about us talking about names. Is that part where you're going to cut that out? We're going to get Josh to delete all that? We're going to cut it out. Okay. Josh is going to listen idea. to the podcast nope. and figure out nope. what I just said. Now, um, anyhow. We're sorry, um, Megan, Megan. She is. We're going to find out what you're, how you pronounce your name, though. Two really great, I'll call them rants, because um, she's really passionate I like um, rants. about how um, you can't rely on social media anymore. Um, like, she yeah. specifically says the days... Um, of the social media heyday are over. I agree with that for sure. Um, yeah, that was 2014. And then it was mostly, she said, if you built 
your business on Instagram between 2010 and 2014, yep. you may have you may have made it work. You may have locked it in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I agree with while that. While we started our accounts then. Yeah. We, we weren't trying to yeah. get that big. Right. We weren't trying to have Instagram growth. accounts. Yeah. yeah. So, um, whatever it's over. Um, and she said, has this, uh, six other channels to consider emails, obviously first. Um, she says, fun fact. I love that. <laughs> emails 40 times more effective at acquiring yeah. new customers than Absolutely. Facebook or Twitter. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. It's also it's also the right customers it is people who well, they're opted elect- in yeah, and committed yeah. to yeah. you and they are more likely to continue to commit to you. They're also more likely to give you money. That is the goal here, people. Also, just think about um, when you're clicking links either on your computer or on your phone from an email, it's going to a browser, right? Versus um, Instagram stays in Instagram. And how annoying that is browsing a website in Instagram because like I'm constantly hitting the X instead of the back button at the bottom and closing the whole thing. And like, it's just... The, I mean, not ideal. there's something about like the mindset that a person is in when they are in their email versus when they are on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like there, you're not, you're not in a position to be like, I'm now I'm shopping. Like you're not, it's, it's much more likely that someone is going to go. It, it's also more likely that people are going to keep those emails. They're going to keep them in there. Like in Gmail, there's a promotions tab and mm-hmm. there's like a whole section where you can just keep all those emails. And then later you can be like, I'm pretty sure I got a coupon from Michelle Starbuck. I'm going to go check that out and maybe I'll buy something. And I'm thinking I'd love to do some personal research on how to stay out of people's spam folders, but I don't oh, actually, yeah, for sure. I don't actually know because, um, I see emails that I've signed up for like small business emails mm-hmm. that end up in my spam folder. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, no, get that. out of there. Okay. I think one of the key things that's like super basic is you can change the reply to, or like the from oh, email. Yeah. If, um, you have actually MailChimp won't let it you won't let you send from an info at from a Gmail account anymore. Oh, no, that's it has to be uh, at your website. Well, so don't make, don't have an email be shop at or info at those things. Oh, really? Will go to your spam. People Mine's can hello set up, at. Yeah. It, it should be a name or it should be hello at or it should just be, you should make up something clever. Are you sure hello wouldn't be the, I mean, in it, the it same might now. as. It um, might now be, yeah. I just know info for sure. I could make another one that's Michelle at. Yeah. I think that that's, I think that will help hmm. at least a little bit. Because I think that some people, because you can go in, I mean, there's certain things that are just set by whatever your email is, where it just kind of automatically is trying to help you out. And if you start to mark things as, like if you in your own account start to mark things as spam and those things are coming from things that say hello at or info at, then your personal account's going to start deciding that you don't like emails from things that are similar. Yeah, I think it also, like if I don't, open them i know they go to spam yes. yeah um and that's my fault um okay so email uh blogging um which i think controversial yes um and kate also always um yeah. says you should have a blog yeah i know i i shouldn't have a blog because i won't maintain it 
Yes, and blogging, that looks worse. I think that blogging it needs to be looked at as all or nothing. Like you either but need to. But you know what? To, maybe emails all or nothing too. If you can't manage to send out consistent yes, emails, why are you doing? I it would at argue all? that email marketing is going to directly lead to sales, whereas blogging is not. I mean, I think there used to be two people a time, that I respect. I think still think that blogging. Can, but again, is, I think that you. I I really feel like. If you're gonna if you're gonna pick one or the other, if you're like I don't want to add any more stuff to my list of things to do, mm-hmm. and we're oh, trying sure. to convince you yeah. to do one more thing, yeah, blogging is not the one more thing. No, um, if you have a bunch of free time, go nuts. Yeah, have a blog. Um, so um, she says um that uh, blogging is an excellent way to drive new and continue traffic to your website. It's also one of the best ways to set yourself apart and position yourself as an expert within your industry. I think that, so I don't know, that makes me feel like blogging would work very specifically well for certain types of businesses. Sure. I think like I, like I can picture a blog working for me, but I know that I won't do it because I think I've had like three or four Maybe more blogs at various never, yeah. points. I've, and I can't keep. Up I mean, with I it. will be honest. I, I, I have, like, when we relaunched Orange Beautiful's site, I put a blog on there mm-hmm. and like did like three posts, and then I never did a single other post after that. Do you feel like it looks worse? Oh, it looks terrible. Yeah. And I've actually unlinked it from the navigation. Like, you can find it if you if you're smart, but mm-hmm. like you can't just go to the regular navigation and like see blog on there. Yeah. Um, so I've kind way. of like redirected people away from, I actually took it off my homepage. Like it used to have like most recent posts and I just like took it off yep, there. I took mine off um, too. But then I actually recently have thought that it would be very smart for me to have a blog on show of hands. Yeah, account. it should. And I think that's very different because that is a solely marketing thing where like if the goal for show of hands is to market the vendors that are part of it, like kind of on a regular basis and allow people regardless of when the next show is for people to go on there and like really get a sense of like what the show is and what's been there before and like what past shows have looked at looked like then that blog has like lots of purposes it ha- mm-hmm. it, it it enables me to get better applicants like people who can be like oh this is what i'm signing up for this this seems perfect for me or no this is not at all what i want to be a part of it answers a lot of questions for people. It, it lets shoppers be like, oh, this totally looks like an event I want to go to. Like, it, it's just kind of sits there all the time mm-hmm. instead of being like someone has to go and f- poke around on Instagram and be like, oh, there's a picture of something and there's a picture of something. Like, this allows me to control what people are seeing and when. Yep. Um, you know what? I think it'd be great. This is off topic and more work for you. <laughs> Yay. Um, but I would love to see more, love more like work. editorial yes. type content yeah, absolutely. than like, here's an feature, interview feature, that feature. you yep. fill yeah, out. Like, yeah. I'm sick of that. I want to hear yeah. purely what you have to say yeah. about X brands right. or whatever vendors. And that, I think you know. that's, I think that's what, like, I'm going to go ahead and call, like, basically put a website on blast right now. Um, I know what you're going to you know say, what I'm too, say. and I'm Am nervous. I allowed to say it? So I'm nervous because I'm going to join in, and then I might regret it. Okay, so we're about to rip apart 
a website. Um, so recently, and several of you listening have probably been featured we on this have, website. And but I'm going to go ahead and say like the very. I'm just going to be real diplomatic about it. Okay. Um, there's a site that's based, it's actually based in Los Angeles. So nobody get excited about the fact that it's Chicago because it's not. Nope. Um, that's called Voyage Chicago. Mm -hmm. There's Voyage every other city as well. Mm -hmm. This is a giant conglomerate thing that just has a staff of editors in a room somewhere, literally just like emailing people five questions and then copy pasting your five questions and the pictures you give them onto a website. And they're mostly the same questions. They're the same questions. Um, now here's the problem with that. It's not giving me anything that you couldn't give me without that website. Mm -hmm. The point of having another website is not like we lumped all this information into the same place. Like that's Wikipedia. That's Google. Like we already have that. You, I can find out anything I want to know about Edgewater candles by typing Edgewater candles into Google. Um, so I think that it lacks it lacks a perspective and it lacks a point of view and it lacks any sort of different take on like what, like why are we reading this article? Like why, what is, what is the point of it? And like, I'm not learning anything new. I'm not gaining some new insight into like how businesses run or who this person is. And it, and it also is like terribly, you can't find anyone well, like that, literally if you go if you go on their website and like I literally have just seen that someone I know has had mm -hmm. an article written about them if I don't have a direct link to that person yeah. I cannot find that article yeah so here my problem besides the fact that they put zero effort into their interview negative effort I feel like uh, the opposite of an amount of effort um is the fact that Say you go to this website and you want to find the interview with someone you know. You first have to know which of these they're, they There's have like categories. Maybe, yeah. yeah, three main categories that are also very that confusing. All sound very similar. Yes, they all are the same so now kind you of have general to thing. Click on which of these categories you think they're in because it's not a feature interview. No, it's an interview that got thrown into one of these categories. Yeah. Now you figure out which category you think it is. Now you have to know where that person lives. Right. If they live on the north side, they the live in Edgewater side. or they live in it's, Humboldt Park or they live. Yeah, it's it's divided up by like areas. Sections, so it's yeah. like downtown, south side, east, west, almost yeah. like east side. They live in the on lake. lake they live in a boat. Um, uh, you know, west side, north, west side. And yeah. it's like, well, fuck, I don't know where they live. Yeah. Like where they actually live. And also here's the here's the real problem with that is like. And then they're all together. They're all together. So here's, you don't even here's have the thing. Your own link. You should this should not well, be a website that is for people who already know they're looking for an article. I should yeah. be able to go to that website and discover people. I should be able yeah. to go there and start scrolling down a feed and being like, oh my God, I've never heard of this person. Oh, they're from Portage Park. Wow, that's so amazing. Oh, they're gonna be in a show next weekend. Great. Yeah. But you there is no it's not set up like that. It's literally a dump. Well, of it's like what I usually uh, refer information to as a just, deep link. Yes. It's just like a pile of stuff with no organizational structure. And then to me, the only benefit people are getting out of that is if they do their own promotion of it. Yeah. You, you shouldn't want I mean, it's to a trick to get you to promote Voyage Chicago. Absolutely. That's what it is. Absolutely. And I've fallen for similar things a long time ago. Like yeah. I remember 
when Groupon was in its heyday. Oh my god! They emailed me to do an interview. So amazing! And I did this interview with them that I thought I put a lot of effort into, and then I go to their site and you can't find it. I couldn't find it anywhere, and that's I think probably when I first learned about this whole deep link thing. Yeah, it's like oh, you wanted me me to to say I got I got interviewed. Congratulations to everyone! Right. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad because I have read a few of these interviews from people who said I was featured and people are putting some quality yeah, they're putting effort, effort into, into telling their, their story and answering their questions in a really eloquent way. And they have great photos. And I want so badly for anyone other than their own existing followers to see that and yeah. find it. The point should be that the hundreds of thousands of people that have no idea who you are discover you not the other way around they shouldn't be you just told 2,000 people about Voyage Chicago yeah that's a scam that's called a scam yeah and also the fact that they like literally they don't ask, edit anything they ask, yeah they don't edit oh. anything but um like the first thing is tell us about yourself and then the next question is <laughs> has it been a smooth ride and it's like okay so the answer is always no it's so also co- it's condescending, it's so condescending for sure um oh, you know it. This, we're not criticizing the people who have uh done the of interviews of course not we're criticizing the people that have created this Right. We actually Structure. feel bad that you put the effort into an interview that all they're I not say, promoting All I want to say to the people that have put time and effort mm-hmm. into writing those, answering those questions, mm-hmm. take some really great, sweet things about what you wrote in that. Take some chunks that are the best things you wrote in those articles in that interview and put it on your about page oh, yeah. right now. Because like you, you probably put more effort into answering those questions, yeah. knowing that you were going to be put on a website than you would. And you probably answered oh God, them more so right. honestly. Like yeah. take those answers, have somebody read it and be like, these are the best things about this and copy paste that shit and put it on your own website. And don't link it to their and dumb Do not site link it to their site. It's your interview. They didn't do you. anything. They didn't you write an article. You wrote an article. To go to Voyage Chicago yep. the next day after they said it was up and on the homepage. No, of course not. You're not there. You're nowhere to be found. And this might sound like two bitter people who haven't been asked except we've, we've been, been asked, asked i've been asked 17 times oh my god because literally every because at the end of their interview this is the other trick that's a scam at the end of your interview they ask you who else should we interview right so and that's also, why we keep so you're getting also them. doing their yeah. job yeah you're doing yeah. their job everybody yeah i so, keep getting a so-and-so recommended oh my god. you I, all 17 of the ones that i've gotten are show of hands vendors okay because they're like Oh, the person that I think you should interview? This lady that runs the show I'm in. Yeah. Also, we're interview not criticizing her. the people who put our names down. No, we're I'm very thankful for those people. Like, I feel Voyage Chicago. And the reason why I have not done... Wow, we why got I, off topic We did get really off topic. Well, here, okay, so ish. let's bring it back. Off let's topic bring it, Let's bring it back. <laughs> off topic. <laughs> Would be called our blog. Off let's topic-ish. Have, let's start a blog called done. Off Topic-ish. I'm done. writing it down. I mean, to be fair, if we had a... Pancake Town. Not starting a blog. If we had, but listen, if we had a Pancake Town website, that could be a logical thing to have on there. But no, the I only know. reason we don't like, but okay. So here's the takeaway from the Voyage Chicago rant. Yeah. Okay. I think what we're saying is that, in the same way that Instagram is also like, you just threw a bunch of shit out there and hoped for the best, like 
that's the that's exactly what this Voyage Chicago thing is. Like you put a bunch of effort I into this. I think Instagram this, might be better. And oh, for sure it's better. <laughs> I mean, that's not a question. Um but I think the thing that you need to remember is like things like email marketing, things like blogging. And the point of this article that Megan Megan has written um is that you need to remember that there is a fleeting nature to the internet. There isn't you're not going to have like what your content that you have control over may not seem to have as much reach as these other things, but it will certainly stick to the, to the right people. It will be there in a way that you chose, like you decided how it looked and how it came off and promote that, like write an article about yourself and put it on your own blog and then tell everybody about your own blog instead of promoting some, uh, somebody else's thing. Right? I was trying to pull up their Instagram account, but... They um, don't have one. Well, no, they do. They do? Why isn't it coming up? Like, my search function's not working. They probably just heard you talking shit about them and blocked you. I got blocked. <laughs> well, we should continue talking because yeah. we're supposed to wrap this up I was going to say something about how they don't even tag no, you well, on Instagram, don't. but I couldn't confirm it. Okay, um... I'm sure people will what have else something do I to really, say about really it. want to talk about. Um, that could be a whole nother episode. She mentions relationships and networking, um, which reminded me that I signed up for this networking thing called Alignable. Have you seen Mm-mm. that? No. Um, so um, I got the link from Megan. Um, from Not Megan? <laughs> uh Oh my God, how am I blanking? This is embarrassing that I'm blanking right now. Your brain is filled with uh, in Voyage Chicago articles. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so embarrassed that I'm blanking on her business name. Um, the, uh, the Midwest is the best. Oh, Megan Lee. Oh, thank you. Oh my God. I couldn't you remember just said Lee. <laughs> well, her Lee. last name is Odom. I know. But, I and it, but yeah, Megan Lee designs. <laughs> you got it. So embarrassing. She hates you now. It's fine. <laughs> she sent me probably because I was like in her email somehow yeah. um, a thing to sign up. So I'm like, oh, I'll sign yeah. up for something that Megan Lee thinks is like a legitimate thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I haven't had the time to like. Uh, really customize my thing but yeah. um i did just get like um uh someone from a seattle blog who's um worked for a lot of like major blogs like i recognized her name yeah um and got kind of excited um she sent me a connect thing and i thought ooh, that that is a good connection i sh- i should be putting so more effort what is this? into this this thing is like it's linkedin sort of or something like linkedin for okay. small business oh linkedin but not shitty maybe linkedin's yeah. the worst by the way um i feel like linkedin I, is like I mildly my LinkedIn predatory account. like i feel like oh. the old like there's constantly just like middle-aged men requesting connections I think it's to weird me how i'm like you can, can you not you can that? see who looked at your profile well, also like i don't know let's not talk about it okay Okay, um, so next. maybe alignable is a thing. Yeah. And it's actually spelled like it sounds. No <laughs> weird letters or missing vowels. It's a word. There is an E at the end of it. That's promising, <laughs> That's, guys. Yeah, it's not a like internet weirdo <laughs> thing. Um unless I've forgotten I just well, spelled and it I like a normal human being. I think that's something to be said like 
the networking and like joining up with other businesses and stuff like that's also part of why people do shows. It's also part of why people like go to like these meetup things and like be part of the women only groups. And yeah, all that kind I, of think stuff. That like, I think that's um, any any opportunities category. you have to like test out some real life interactions instead of social media is always I mean that's even if that's not directly good for your business it's certainly good for your brain and your sanity to like interact with other human beings face to face Um, you see now I can't I thought I uh, put my sources on all this I don't even want to get into how hard it was for me to print all this stuff out because (laughs) my printer hates my computer yeah at one point this morning i got so frustrated frustrated i emailed steve the rest of it and he just printed it from his computer i emailed it like in the email um no well uh but i think this is also megan megan (laughs) megan megan that's what her name is now for us now i can't be like hey listen to this podcast where we talk sure we can she loves us it's fine um she'll be excited that we gave a shit about like trying to figure out how to pronounce her name so uh she says social media establishes your business email drive sales i feel like that's a good summary i like that so i think that that's your new mantra the general takeaway is like if if social media stuff is working for you and you don't feel frustrated and stressed about it like carry on carry on doing what you're doing if you are on the opposite side of that and you feel like i've put all this work into it and it's not i don't feel like it's getting me anything then our suggestion is like don't quit social media Mm. just take a little bit of your time away from that and focus it on maybe something that's a little more tangible um and I think that the easiest like first step is like just try to grow your mailing list a little bit and start on a on a regular schedule, even if it's not that frequent, of sending out emails to people. Because I think that you'll find that it will start to really it'll probably actually like get you some Instagram followers and get you some new oh, well, contacts. So like, you should obviously have your social media yes, links obviously the, in your um, email. Yes. Like at the bottom, you can usually and that's a MailChimp thing your, too. Yeah. Like those all have little drop-ins that you can just say, like add all my social media links to it. I had something I saw and maybe I didn't underline it, but um, I guess I was going to say like, even if Instagram is working great for you, you feel no need to yeah, add have an email. Um, think about the fact that MySpace used to be a thing, and it is literally <laughs> nothing. Nothing now. Well, no, I mean that Instagram will potentially be. Oh no, I mean Facebook's going to be gone. I guarantee you, Facebook will be gone in the next five years. Like it's not completely doing gone. well. It's terrible. Like you hear people it's every day saying, I need to get off social media. How often do you hear people say, I need to get off of email? Right. Like Never. People you say, I need to, to check my email less. Yeah. Sure. And maybe they need to unsign up from emails. Yeah. Which I always remind myself if someone unsigned up from my email, they just, they're not, they don't want to be my customer, customer anymore. Yeah, and, and that's, that's fine. fine. It's totally fine. You know, we are paying for our emails. So, right. like, yeah, please leave if you're not paying right. attention. If you don't want to buy things, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to pay for that money. Um, yeah. So, um, like, you have basically full control over email. Yeah. 
And and remember that like let like there's not a weird algorithm. Yeah. And ask yourself this question: Would you rather have ten thousand people paying attention to you and and a hundred people buying something from you out of that ten thousand? Or would you rather have 2,000 people paying attention to you and 100 people buying something from you? And on top of that, would you rather have to do something every day and think about what time of the day you're you're yes. doing it and check it and, and respond to people also, and like are things you, or are you neglecting yeah. your other shit because you're worried about Instagram? Is your yeah. effort and stress and concentration going towards a dumb app on your phone or is it going towards the development and communication of your brand like yeah. you like if you if you feel stressed out about it and you feel like you're losing yourself a little bit in how you're using social media like you don't think that you're going to fail if you pull back like the world wants you to think that like it everything when you look on social media you're going yeah but this person's doing this and this person's doing this and I got to keep up no you can make your own path and like you no one is going to fault you for like not caring about your Instagram feed. And honestly, you're probably going to start producing better content on your social media because yeah. you're more focused and you're more relaxed and you're less stressed about it. I was gonna say, like, if you feel like you need to pull back from Instagram that like you could potentially screw yourself over by not posting. I would probably recommend that you just um, maybe take it less seriously. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Is like you you don't have to not post or post less. I think that you should just when you do post, don't worry about don't, it. You don't like need don't, overly polished yeah. content all yeah. of the time. Obviously, a lot of people are sick of that anyway. Yeah. And if you're spend agonizing over your captions like you're doing yeah, it wrong. You're doing, yeah. Just be like, this is something I made this week. Have a like nice be, day. Just say <laughs> just whatever be, yeah. is on the top of yes. your mind. Be yourself, for sure. Like, yeah. what are you going to do today? What did you, you know, like... Yeah. And don't, yeah, don't worry so much about it and you'll probably have a lot... You'll feel better about it and then the results will follow. Like, yeah. you'll see it probably immediately. And even if you don't, well, guess what? You win because now you're less stressed. Yeah. Like, even if nothing changes as far as your followers or your engagement, like, yeah, but guess what? You have less worry in your life and now you can go make some more stuff. Or think about how there will be a new Instagram and everyone's going to have to start all over again. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the less starting over you have to yeah. you know like and the things you won't have to start over on are you your products and your business and your brand and the photos that you took and the content you shared with your mailing list and like the people who are actually your customers like yeah you won't have to start over with any of that that's I, yours i don't see any like email will we've changed the way you can get email yeah like you can get email on your phone and your watch and <laughs> i don't know what will be next right like in your eyeball. It's just going to be, yeah, like <laughs> in your no, brain. God. Um, I don't want to think about that. It's already, the, in, my, the it's already in my brain. The president alert. That's right. It's going to be like. <laughs> you can just attack people's phones automatically for $500. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, we should. Okay. <laughs> we should stop. Um, Please. People knew we were going to so yeah, talk I about think, that. I think we should definitely 
continue the conversation and like people's thoughts and ideas about all of this on the Facebook group, because I feel like a lot of people are going to have different feelings and like tools they use and apps they use and ways that they deal with managing their social media usage and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I could have gone more into depth. I wanted to talk about like uh, all of the things you can do in MailChimp. There are a lot of automation things you can do. Well, then we should um, probably have we uh, should probably have a follow-up episode where we have more even more dive more into it. Yeah. Like once we get some input from doing A B testing, which I oh, actually yeah. learned what that was on a yeah, previous podcast. That's pretty fancy and complicated. Um, but I haven't done yet. Yeah. Um, landing pages I learned about in my research because I I tried setting one up recently and then I realized I didn't know what a landing page was. Yeah. Now I do because I did some research. Um, and uh, then I'm going to do that um, course, that free oh, course right. on how to beat the Instagram algorithm because I think that it's impossible and you shouldn't waste your time on it. But I'm yeah. going to take the course anyway just so See I can make happens. fun of it. Um, do you... <laughs> Do you want to take a break and come back and do another section? No, because I have want to do to... work. Okay, so we should end it. And yeah. Then we'll do a, another episode. Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah. Um, I also get kind of like drowsy sometimes <laughs> when we do a second episode. <laughs> and then I've you're noticed, like, why am like, I, I sleepy just now? To yeah. This one, I'm like, oh, I sound sleepy. <laughs> um, yeah, but everybody listening is sleepy too, so it's fine. Um. Yeah, we're going to try to be good and actually um, All right. get back to work when yes. we said we were going to. Um, Anything else? Are you we going to have the Patreon up for when this airs? We're going to try. Okay. We're going to try. Stay tuned. Look for, look for that info on the Facebook group and, yeah. our, and our Instagram, yeah. which we won't close. We're um, still going to have Instagram. Also, like, if you're not in the group, which I don't know why, get in the group. Yeah, get in the group. It's awesome. a great thread that I just started. <laughs> Um, My thread's for, the best thread. For research I'm doing for a future episode. Um, yes. So if you have any stories you want to share about your um, experience working with a big brand, um, whether it was um, just them simply placing an order or doing some sort of licensing thing. Yeah. Something like a big that box worked store. out great yeah. or something that fell apart. We want to hear yes, any, all, about it. all stories. The dirt. Um, even if like you know, it didn't work out. Yes. Like, or, um, and you're allowed just to anything, like, anything tangentially. For, if you have legal issues, you're allowed to substitute in a fake store name and we won't sure. divulge it. Yeah. Um, and you can even f sub in your fake business name if you don't want to divulge it. We're happy with that. Like yeah. if you want to be like, I had a terrible experience with anthropology, but please withhold my information. Mm -hmm. We're happy to do that. We want to hear your story. Yep. We want the soap opera shit. Yeah. I also want to. I also want to have like my faith restored in like companies like Anthropology that I think are the fucking devil. Um, but everybody's like, no, I had an order and I made a bunch of money, and I'm like, yeah, but they steal from independent designers, and that doesn't seem to bother you. Cool. <laughs> Maybe you'll change my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did have one um, positive experience that seems. I like mean, I've heard several positive experiences. Bizarre but, that uh, yeah. um, they even agreed to any of those things so yeah um that'll be a good that'll be a good episode yep or maybe multiple episodes maybe 
Okay, I really have to go to the bathroom, so we have to end this. That's a first. Is that an overshare? It's because you went before. We you were here, smart. You didn't go to the bathroom at all, and That's I because went five times. I know. Maybe I have a bladder problem today. I had coffee TMI. before I got here. We're still talking. I still have to go to the bathroom. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, join the group. Maybe give us money on Patreon. Yes, if we get our shit together and set that up. Um, what else? That's it. That's all. Yeah. I hope we're doing better. I hope this sounded better. Josh will tell us. I mean, we, I think we did a good job yeah. of putting our face in the microphone. High fives all around. Yay. Okay. Okay. That's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.